0: Coast to Coast presented by Flow Racing here on the Motor Racing Network. As always, my name is Chris Wilner here in the Concord, North Carolina studios. Steaming hot outside, a nice 100 degrees. Must be summer in Charlotte, North Carolina. Kyle Ricky, out in Killingly, Connecticut. Kyle, uh, we had a great weekend out at Pocono full of Arca. We had NASCAR Xfinity trucks and uh, also the Cup Race. It took a couple days for me to recover, not going to lie. That was a brutal Saturday schedule. Uh, But how are things up in your neck of the woods this time of day?
1: It's steaming hot. It's like eighty-two degrees outside right now.
0: Well, that's what happens when you live in the Northeast. They don't know what steaming hot. They think that's steaming but, hot.
1: Well, we had that front come through. Uh, that was that came through just after the Pocono race. It started to rain at the racetrack. Yeah, I believe within like thirty or forty-five minutes after that, uh, that same front came through to New England and kind of cooled us off up here. So. Uh, We went from mid-90s to low-80s, and I'll take it.
0: We busted out of the track as quickly as possible, so did a lot of the race fans, which, by the way, was awesome that we actually had traffic at Pocono just for the amount of race fans that were there both pre-race and post-race. But everybody was trying to leave. This big old storm's coming. We didn't get a drop of rain all the way to Allentown, and we were on the plane and nothing happened. So I kind of was bummed because it looked like a pretty gnarly storm. I know other parts got hit pretty big. Uh, We've got a big show coming up. Uh, It's a big race weekend for those that call the Hoosier State home, or at least my hometown uh, of Indianapolis, uh, as NASCAR hits the brickyard. But more importantly, the uh, NASCAR Roots, Arkham Menard Series, as well as the NASCAR Truck Series, back at IRP for the trucks, first time since 2011. Uh, I was at that last race. I know, amen. I was at that last race. Uh, It was one of the first tracks I ever went to as a kid, before I went to the brickyard. Uh, so it's a special week for me. We're gonna have a driver who's gonna make his Arkham Hard series debut at IRP this weekend on Friday. That is Dylan Mamba Smith. Many of you have seen him all over the NASCAR social channels. He's the chief hype man for NASCAR, but he also does like 18 other jobs. And apparently he's in the running now for Monster Jam as a driver. So we're gonna talk to him all about that. Don't wanna miss it. One of the coolest interviews. Uh, we've had so far this year so pretty good stuff and we're just rolling right along in the schedule I mean we're already on the the tail end of July here we're getting ready to go to August and that means the playoffs are underway uh, on the NASCAR side for the truck series but obviously for our grassroots racing uh, it's kind of big money time uh, with a lot of big events coming up in the next couple weeks but uh, speaking of events we've got our top seven or coast to coast top seven as we always do to open the show Uh, and I will start with Mr. Kyle Rickey who's your number one winner from this week
1: Oh, we'll start with the uh, the Arkham and Art Series race at the Pocono Raceway. It was an event that kicked us off uh, a very busy weekend in Pocono. The General Tire delivers 200. Taylor Gray picking up the race win there in a race that for a while, I didn't think we were going to get in with all the rain that went through the Pocono mountain uh, area. Uh, Then we got the red flag midway through the event due to darkness. The race was shortened. Taylor had to come back from a lap down at one point. A very eventful race. Uh, but he was able to
0: pick up the race win. Yeah, really cool for him to win. Again, win his, wins his, what, third and Ard Series race this year. Yep. The youngster is really starting to make a name for himself. But more importantly, I think David Gillen Racing has just been on fire. Whether it's been yep. in the Truck Series picking up a couple of wins and now obviously in the and Menard Series, really cool to see that team kind of hit its stride this year. So congratulations to Taylor again. He's going to do double duty with the trucks and, and uh, Arca cars again this week at IRP. So it'll be fun to see if he can go for win number four. Uh, Coast to Coast top seven winner number two, we're going to conclude the SRX season of 2022 with Chase Elliott, who had to fly from Pocono to Sharon, Ohio for the season finale, duked it out with Tony Stewart. It looked like Tony Stewart was going to win the finale and possibly take another championship in his own series, but whether you like to think he maybe let... Chase Elliott win or not, that may be you know be a conversation you have to ask him, but either way, Chase Elliott made it entertaining getting by Tony in the last handful of laps and winning the season finale. But real, probably the coolest story, Marco Andretti winning the championship with a broken wrist. Got it done in an yep. accident earlier at Sharon. Uh, said he was in pain, but you know what? You got to go for the championship, and uh, the x-rays proved that it indeed was a pretty good-sized fracture, and he actually had to get surgery. So uh, pretty eventful stuff. But SRX is in the books. Kyle, what would you think of this year? It was
1: a good season. A lot of different winners. I think Tony was the only repeat. Again, Um, Marco winning the championship. Great story. Did it on consistency. Was on the podium about every week. Liked the schedule. Loved that they came to Stafford again (laughs) for a second year. Uh, Liked seeing the dirt events at the back end of the season, especially Sharon, because Tony didn't have to worry about putting cars back together after Sharon, because – there was no event, or there's no event this week, so. Yeah, Ryan Blaney's car
0: basically, you could just go ahead and ship yeah. off to the junkyard. That was like a modified. It did. It, it really did. So, yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, let's go to our coast to coast top seven, number three, Kyle, and it's a series we like to talk about each and every week. One of our favorites in NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, a little bit of drama, though, for our winner this week.
1: Yeah, Mark Antoine Cameron uh, won the event, dominated much of the race, started. I think fourth or fifth, quickly made his way to the race lead, to win the uh, Bayer 300 at Edmonton International Speedway. Uh, Kevin Lacroix, I believe, finished in the uh, second spot. Andrew Ranger was third. But uh, just as we uh, came on the air for the production of this show, we learned of a penalty. Uh, what, an uh, illegal muffler, I believe? Uh, yeah, part of-
0: muffler fabrication or yep. something with the muffler wasn't up to uh, standards there. So a
1: 12 point penalty uh, and a crew chief suspension for the is it both races for tonight uh, for the crew chief or is it just the first race?
0: Because I think they're doing it's a for the header. event. So if that is indeed the case, it will be for both races. And of course, if yep. you're watching the show on Thursday, we're taping this on Wednesday. So tonight, a double header for the Pinty series, a rare midweek special, but certainly interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And then Alex Tagliani had some issues as well.
1: Yeah, uh, Alex, uh, some rough riding on the racetrack late in the event. And uh, yeah, just a little bit. And he was also uh, docked a couple, I believe, 12 points as well. 12 seems to be the number for them. Um, So now uh, Kevin Lacroix, the championship leader, by 10, if I do the math right, over Marc-Antoine Cameron as they go into that doubleheader tonight at the Sutherland Automotive Speedway in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan.
0: I love that. Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. That just sounds very Canadian. Uh, Yeah, it's the Leland Industries Twin 125, so pretty cool stuff. Of course, we'll talk about that next week. All right, Jared Fryer is going to be my number four winner on our Coast to Coast Top 7 winners of the week. His first Hampton Heat win in his third attempt out at Langley, and boy, they had a crowd as the second Lang of the Virginia Triple Crown Uh, we didn't have the drama at the end of the race, like we saw at South Boston, but still plenty of it throughout the race. A lot of, uh, tempers flaring just between drivers getting roughed up on the racetrack. Uh, but he held off Mark works who had a really good run there as well. And Carson Quapo is really making a name for himself as well. The junior motorsports driver. We normally see him in the cars tour, but he was out there getting a top three at the Hampton heat. Again, this is a big shakeup in the points. So if you're keeping track, the three races, The third and final leg will be the um, big Martinsville race coming up in September. Jared Bors crashed, and he was the points leader coming in. So everything's tightened up just a little bit. Uh, As I mentioned, the final race is going to be at Martinsville September 24th. So uh, Triple Crown is certainly living up to uh, the hype and and certainly producing some great racing here this year. All right, Kyle, who we got for number five on our Coast to Coast top seven?
1: Let's go with uh, some modified racing up here in the Northeast, the tri-track modifieds. They were in action over the weekend at the Star Speedway. Up in New Hampshire, and it was Jake Johnson capturing the race win there in the SBM 125, his first ever tour type modified win, and held off some pretty big names to do it. Chase Dowling, Woody Pitcat, uh, the big story of the race, Matt Hirschman, who was penalized while in the pit area for speeding. Uh, he wasn't eligible for the lucky dog after losing a lap because of that penalty. So there's a lot of controversy around that call, but. Uh, not to take anything away from Jake Johnson, able to pick up the race win and doing it in fine fashion up there in Northern New England.
0: Absolutely. Good stuff with the tri-track modifieds. We're going to keep local grassroots racing for coast to coast top seven, number six. I'm going to go with William Swalich, who again, kind of a dream season for the youngster really broke onto the scene this year. When it comes to mo- uh, late model racing, he swept not only the pro series, but also the super late model event for the Southern super series, summer sizzler 75 at the, uh, always entertaining Five Flags Speedway out in Pensacola. 15 years old, beat the likes of Stephen Nassie and Bubba Pollard. Uh, again, Bubba's kind of been frustrated as of late. He's been up in contention, but hasn't been able to find victory lane since the earlier part of the summer months, uh, and a really good opportunity for William to kind of keep the Donnie Wilson train rolling. I mean, we talked about William Byron hopping in and getting six straight wins. He's had some other drivers as well, but William's kind of been right there as well in contention and it was good to see him get a big southern super series event victory uh sammy smith been a part of that winning tradition for donnie wilson as well so another big name to keep your eye on as we progress through the rest of the year all right our final winner of the week our coast coast top seven number seven is
1: one of the uh, big events from the west coast the summer showdown last weekend at evergreen speedway up in washington preston Peltier, i think no surprise there i think uh he's Won that event several times now, in fact, four times, holding off Derek Thorne, a former k and West Series champion, and Tyler Tanner, one of the hot shoes on a regular basis up at Evergreen. A good field of cars, and no surprise, Preston picking up the win in the Summer Showdown that will run the Winter Showdown in about six months' time.
0: Awesome stuff. So congratulations yeah. to our Coast Coast top seven winners of the week. Now, of course, we have our shout-outs of the week as well, some honorable mentions for some solid performances over the last week or so of racing. I'm going to go with two, one on the asphalt, one on the dirt. We'll start on the asphalt up at Hickory Motor Speedway. We've had her on the show this year so far. Katie Hedinger won her first 40-lapper at Hickory, making her the winningest female driver in the track's 70-plus year history. So Katie certainly doing a great job this year. We talked about kind of her development uh calling hickory motor speedway home for the most part although she's traveled just a little bit but certainly i think she's come accustomed to to that racetrack and she always is up front i usually watch some of those the tail ends of those races every week and she's somewhere in the top five so katie certainly knows how to get it done congratulations to her her first 40 lapper event uh and shane coddle uh getting a big win for the usac sprint cars as the indiana sprint week tour continues this week opener at gas city uh, one of his favorite racetracks, but it's also one for the old guys because he's the, what, seventh driver, 50 years or older to win a national sprint car event, and he did it from 10th or 12th, rolling the bottom, passing all the youngsters that love to run the top around the dirt tracks around Indiana, and he got the big victory uh, Indiana Sprint Week. So, again, that series resumes the rest of this weekend at Putnamville on starting tonight on Thursday all through the weekend as well on Flow Racing. So congratulations to my new shout-outs. Kyle, who's your shout-out to the week?
1: I'm going to go with two. They're both modified drivers, of course. Keith Rocco finally getting the victory lane last Friday night at the Stafford Motor Speedway in the SK Modified. Been a tumultuous season for uh, him. Uh, A lot of DNFs, more than we have seen in the last several years. He had that big hit when I was there, right? Yeah. Destroyed a car in turn number one. Uh, Was able to start on the front row last week because of the handicap up here and because of those three prior finishes outside of the top 15 and uh, was able to lead most of the laps and claim his first win of the season for the four-time champion at Stafford. And then we go to Bowman Gray Stadium. Brandon Ward picked up his first win of the season. Again, started on the front row. uh, First win of 2022, leading all 100 laps. He also becomes the new point leader coming down to the final couple of weeks of the Bowman Gray uh, Stadium season, looking for his first championship. Keep in mind, Burt Myers and Tim Brown have won every title there except for one in 2007. And that's when Danny Bone picked up the championship a few years ago. But uh, ever since 2007, for the most part, it's been Burton, Tim, Brandon Ward trying to shake things up a little bit there. And uh, we'll see if he can maintain that point lead this Saturday night.
0: Absolutely. and Gray always putting on some good races this year. All right, congratulations to our shout-outs of the week. Before we get to our special guest, Mamba Smith on the flip side of the break. It is time for our Go or No-Go segment where we have a debate topic each and every week. I've got a couple written down, Kyle, but I think we're going to stick with number one because it's fitting. And it's certainly been the hottest yep. topic in the NASCAR world this year. Uh, at, at this point of the season, it's been the most talked about, and that is what happened after Pocono. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Bush, 1 2, were on the airplane. Suddenly, the notifications come off. Both cars disqualified. Not penalized points, completely disqualified. So each will finish 35th and 36th on the race schedule uh, for messing with the front fascia. Some tape was found underneath the wrap in post race inspection, and those major. Penalties were handed out. So I guess the main question to ask is, Kyle, do you like or was the disqualification, I should say, warranted for this kind of penalty? Because this is the first time we've had our winner disqualified from an event since 1960. It's
1: been a while, hasn't it? A little bit. And I I, I don't know because I don't know how much tape. I don't know. JGR says, whoops, we missed it. And apparently it wasn't much. Um, according to them. And then I get I hear NASCAR's statement saying that it's an appealable uh, uh, appealable penalty. Yeah. Where most disqualifications, you can't appeal them. It's that you're disqualified from the event, you finish 36 and we move on with life and don't do it again. So uh since it's appealable, I it's I don't know. Um I don't know all the details, and I don't think we'll know all the details. For a while, um, but definitely took me by surprise driving home from the cup race uh, two hours into the drive and suddenly we're we're getting news that um, the top two uh, that took the checkered flag are no longer finishing first and second and Chase Elliott won. Uh, I hope it's more than just a little piece of tape that they're claiming it to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I applaud NASCAR for their diligence in terms of the post-race inspection process, because don't forget, they can't take the wraps off these race cars in pre-race inspection. So this wasn't something that, you know, they may have missed during the pre-race inspection process that happens before qualifications. This is a significant finding that you really have to tear the race cars apart. And if NASCAR tries to tear every race car apart at every race, we're going to be there for four hours, and that'll be- We'd still over. be there. We, we, Right, we would probably still be there. I like the fact that there is a disqualification able to occur in terms of a penalty being warranted for that, because you know what? It is racing, and if you're caught you know, with something you're not supposed to have, then that deserves a penalty. What I don't know, and again, this goes back to not knowing the details, is how much that actually affected the race car. When you Ooh, think of right. tape and you think of the car and how, granted, everything is done for aero balance and every little bit helps, whether it helps a you know fraction of a tenth of a second or not. But is that worth a disqualification? Because we've seen penalties like earlier this year with Brad Keselowski, significant points penalties and fines and crew chiefs being suspended for things that I thought were a lot worse than tape on the front fascia. So Correct. maybe there's something more we don't know. And again, this is, again, you. I've heard every single take on this. So this week is is is, is really in everything I've heard. Uh, I've heard different variations of it. So I like the fact that NASCAR was able to use a disqualification penalty. I mean, I, I know it's rare. We haven't had it since 1960. But, you know, if, if it violates a part of the rule book, then you have to lay down the rule. I guess I just don't know if, how significant that offense for both of those cars were to warrant that but certainly it'll be a topic as we'll learn more about it throughout the weeks uh but again you know what this goes back to the grassroots stuff i mean look what happens every year uh at the snowball or at some of our big late model events when uh you know they got to tear down these race cars and we have big time penalties so uh you know that's a part of the sport you you got to play by the rules and certainly uh you know they were Found to have violated them. So, anyways, we'll we'll com- I'm sure come back to this discussion at some point. But I thought it was very interesting, and certainly, one of the biggest news making event this week was two cars getting disqualified for the Cup Series event. All right, Kyle, it's time to visit with the one and only Mamba Smith, who is a character in himself, but one of the coolest guys you could ever be around. Lifts the spirits on everybody, and that's why he's NASCAR's chief hype officer. But he's also going to put the fire suit on this weekend for the Arkham Menard Series Reese's Two Hundred at IRP. Dylan Mama Smith on the flip side of the break here on NASCAR coast to coast, presented by Flow Racing. Welcome back to NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN, presented by Flow Racing. As promised, our special guest this week, Dylan Mamba-Smith, in the big news, making his ARCA debut for Young's Motorsports this weekend at IRP. First of all, congratulations, man. You're here, there, and everywhere. But uh, just how pumped are you that we're a couple days away from race day?
2: First of all, who do you promise me to?
0: I promised you to the fans in segment one that are tuned I, in, locked fans, in, race-y. I am
2: so sorry that that was a promise. <laughs> that was the big deal that I was coming here. No, uh, I'm I'm hyped, man. I'm hyped. Um, you know, it's been a it's been a long, long time coming to get to this point. I really, you know, I, I turned thirty this year, which I feel like I'm ancient compared to. Me too. Me too. Thirty hit, list, and right? I went,
0: "Oh God, everything hurts." Yeah.
2: Look at like, Kyle's. Just like, yeah, you don't even <laughs> understand, but right i i uh i kind of i wasn't sure if we're gonna get to this point like there's only one and there's only one other place that i'd rather race at than irp and that's loudon um because that's home right so like it's a different deal for me there but irp is like my favorite racetrack that we've ever had on the schedule so for this start to come there um means a
1: lot so it's gonna be cool how did this deal with tyler young and young's motorsports come together
2: uh, A.J. kind of lit the fears, <laughs> um, <laughs> me and A.J. were, we were at Boatyard Eats, uh, in Cornelius, and we were talking about stuff in general, and he's like, well, what do you need to go race? And I'm like, well, I'm trying to do an ARCA race. I'm like, well, it's this, and he's like, okay, give me this, and he takes a napkin, gets a Sharpie, writes it out on the, on the chart, which I'm going to, I have it still, I'm going to frame it. Nice. Um, and, uh, and he's like, well, here, here's, here's my, contribution so uh i signed it immediately so he couldn't take it back and (laughs) and took a picture and posted it everywhere yes yes. no take backs as you should Um, yeah so uh he got it started and then i started working with austin craven and, and the uh team dylan management group um they got a really good relationship with tyler young and that race was open i'm like okay i need to really try to lock this in because it's it's a very sought after race right and to do it with a group that is has the equipment to compete at a at a good level like that's hard like that's the part that everyone doesn't really understand is be like, why don't you race one i'm like because i'll put five months of effort into a into one race and then right when it comes down to signing for the for the money they're like oh we can't do it or something happens sure. and it falls through and that emotionally is the biggest kick in the sh- pants Of all time. So then I got to wait like another six months to get my get back together. So I'm glad it's going through this time.
0: Yeah, we are too. Absolutely. I'm super excited for it. Uh, But we kind of mentioned a little bit off the air too about how busy you are just away from trying to lock deals like this together. I mean, not only working for NASCAR, we see you all over the digital content scene. I mean, you're working Ferrari Challenge stuff, you've got Mamba Media. Just how busy are you in this sport right now?
2: (laughs) Uh, Probably. It, it looks a lot more busy than it, it probably actually is like okay. it is it is very busy right like but luckily the way the schedules work out for everything and the way that everyone works with me I'm allowed to like maneuver in different ways and everyone that I work with knows that I like doing different things and being a part of motorsports as a whole right so I just went and did a tryout for um Monster Jam so I just did a tryout for Monster Jam that was super cool um now we are in stage two of the tryout so i get to go to paxton illinois second week of nice. august uh tom mentz's backyard and go rip up some monster trucks so <laughs> like it's just you know just one more thing yeah like well i have nothing i have nothing here tying me down my dog is back home in vermont taking care of my parents i got no girlfriend no wife so
0: we're just ripping <laughs> i'm
1: with you i'm yeah, with you no girlfriend I, no wife
0: Listen, here man, here I am it. getting married. I must be doing something wrong. But Road dogs yeah. out here. Road dogs.
1: <laughs> so I have, I have a question about your NASCAR stuff, but before that, I want to go to the Monster Jam stuff. What, Because there's some other folks, like big names from like NHRA that were there as well, yep. trying out for Monster Jam. What brought you down that avenue?
2: Uh, I got to give a shout out to the, the folks at Brandon Miller because I was at PRI last year um and they they were talking to the Mosh jam folks and they're like you guys are looking for somebody you should you should hit up mamba and they're like okay and so they passed along my contact and everything and I got a call from them and we did a like over the phone interview and then sent in my resume this is in december right so yeah. i was like okay that was six months, six, seven months ago. I thought it was just not going to happen, which was fine. I had plenty going on. And then I got a call like three weeks ago and they're like, hey, uh, do you want to come down and do this tryout? And I'm like, uh, yeah, like let's do it. So we did the media portion and apparently they thought I was entertaining enough to bring on for the driving portion. So um, that I mean, the folks at Brown and Miller, they really hooked that up.
0: So this is this Douglas. is driving, right? This isn't announcing. This is driving. Ye- well, yeah. So they so
2: it's driving, and then while I was doing the while we were doing that, they asked if I would try out for do auditions for the, for gotcha. the broadcast too. And I'm like, I'll, I'll do it all. What Look, do you What do you need?
0: You're a man of all trades. I tell you, that's that's pretty incredible. I I kind of want to go back a little bit because for some they may be meeting you for the first time. They're gonna watch the arc race yeah. this week and Go, who the heck is this guy? Uh, growing up He's growing in up everybody. in Vermont first of all. So. You started racing out at Thunder Road, right? And like some of the late model stuff. How did you get involved in the first place with racing way back when?
2: Uh, I was like four years old. Went to Thunder Road for the first time. Loved it. Um, And long story short, my dad got me a go-kart and we started winning. And we won and we won and we won won some more. And winning is fun. So we (laughs) we stuck with it and uh, did the Allison Legacy stuff. Um, Then I moved from there to late models. And then like most racers, just kind of ran out of money. Uh, luckily the diversity program, I kept trying out for that. They didn't pick me um, at that span, but they offered me a job. So um, I took that and started sweeping floors there and went to Stuart Haas, um, won a championship there. And then left, went to MDM Motorsports and we won everything there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then they shut down too. So I just bet on myself and, and decided I want to stay in front office um so there was no opportunities and uh uh experiential events group the people that the it used to be the petty experience they still do a bunch of stuff and they they asked me if I would come and start doing events and took that we've been doing that for like three years and then all of a sudden NASCAR called and now we're back in the back in the NASCAR stuff so all it's, come from, it's
0: full circle right whatever it
1: takes man whatever it takes <laughs> the chief hype officer do I have that right Chief Hype Officer, CHO baby. Explain it. Uh
2: yeah. So, you know, listen, kids, whoever's listening to this. <laughs>
1: what's
2: what's better at the beginning than getting paid good is having a really good title. You get the C and the O in there, and you just slap something in the middle of it. And people on your LinkedIn look by they're like, oh, what it's what? legit. It, and and you might have made it up at one point, but it becomes legit once it's on paper. <laughs> and so that's kind of what we did. I, I went to ask our call to do on camera stuff. I'm like, OK, cool. But I want to I want a title. I want to like something that people can latch onto and that describes a little bit about what I'm doing, because, you know, analysts like we do some of that, but more so I'm I'm about having a good time. And yep. having a good time with the racetrack. So Chief Hype Officer really just really does hit it on all all accounts. So it's in my contract. So it is legit
0: and and going along with that title, I mean, you're somebody who loves the fans, loves the interaction, loves building relationships. I mean, how important is that, especially in this kind of sport where, I mean, the foundation of everything is relationships and being a part of, you know, the fan engagement experience. So how much do you take to heart of all that? Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four-tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From
1: fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 Octane, the highest octane on the market, performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top-tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. stop here for
0: Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco
1: fuel. From the track to your tank you can trust sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak
2: the nascar season is here and toyota racing is looking for clashers did you clash at the coliseum with your favorite toyota drivers clashing with the hoa who won't let you carve bell number 20 until your lawn? or maybe your tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws if you're a
1: clasher then we want you be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc.
2: Sorry, there's a... I live right next to the fire department, so that's what that is. Um, <laughs> you got a situation? Yeah, there's a situation. I mean, that's, there's always a situation down here in Charlotte somewhere. Um, no, man, it's 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 everything, right? I, I feel like we've got to this point to where... Uh, you know even even for you guys even for us in the media right like we love racing but it is our job right so you get into like the the routine of like oh yeah we're going to the racetrack and you love it but you're like oh man i'm working well like yeah we're working but like it is a love and a passion and i feel like we've gotten a little bit because of the business side of it away from just enjoying it and so that's what i'm going to do this week i'm just going to enjoy being in a race car and turning laps and being competitive and doing all those things. Um, it might turn into more. It might not. Uh, I had somebody on socials that was like, oh, this is really weird that this guy, like, is getting this start but doesn't really have any aspirations of, you know, going forward to cup or anything like that. Like, there's plenty of people out here that would love this opportunity. First of all, the opportunity came because of all the work. Like, yeah. the 12 years of work is where that Yeah, opportunity- you didn't
0: just raise your hand yeah. and they said, okay, that's, you know, you're the guy. <laughs> Yeah, no, like 12 years of grinding it out
2: for one start. Like, you know, so, and people don't know that stuff. And that, and so getting more, and NASCAR is doing this awesome follow.q. So doing more of those for other people as well so we can show those stories is important, I feel like.
1: 12 years, and that's a lot of opportunities to build relationships, which has obviously helped get you to this point. You mentioned AJ Allmendinger. Who were some of the other, you know, strong relationships relationships that you have within the industry that are you know kind of backing you behind us.
2: Yeah, I mean for the, I mean for this effort, um, specifically for this one, it's so AJ, uh, our new NASCAR podcast, Mark Mamba and the Mayor is on board, which is awesome. It um, is an awesome
0: show, by the way, freaking love it, it. it is.
2: I am gonna be a selfish plug right here. <laughs> it, you guys need to check that out. It is like. It's not about me. Literally, Mark and Jeff are hilarious and I just get to be the conduit to it. So having that on the hood is super cool. Uh, We got Maestro's Classics, which is a sponsor that's in the sport a lot through Team Dylan. So like Austin Craven and Austin Dylan, I've been buddies with them for a while and they've helped me put this together. And the cool thing about the Maestro's connection is when Bubba won at MDM in the truck race, I was doing PR for it maestros was our sponsor on the truck so now it's coming full circle now they're sponsoring my arca which is super cool and then we got elliott's custom trails and carts um they're a huge partner in motorsports whether it's drag racing or dirt racing and what i do on the on the short track side or or chase briscoe on on the cup side you know so miss cindy elliott and and the the tony elliott foundation is huge hugely in part of this which is super cool we're in their backyard um you know and then and then it's just a bunch of people, right? So also, I got I got Coleman Presley, who's going to be on the tower spotting for me. Nice. I used to work with Coleman at Team X Team when he ran. It's like one of his last canon starts. Uh Tyler Young and Young's Motorsports, obviously, that's who we're doing it with. Tyler's been a buddy forever. So to be able to do something and hopefully we run well so that more people want to get in his stuff. You know what I mean? I, I just tried to tie together. When I go to run, I want to tie together. I don't because that because I'm only going to do it once yeah so if I'm not going to enjoy it like I can't go into it looking like like feeling like everybody else like okay well we're gonna have next week so I'm like laser focused in driving this thing it's like yeah I'm laser focused and doing the best I can but also enjoying the experience because if we don't enjoy it then why are we doing
0: it absolutely so, so is it more special like, for you to have these little bits and pieces of your life and your relationships away from the racetrack yeah. all join in on this effort it's got to be more special than if you were just to pay a team, you know, to go run their car and you don't, you don't have that connection with anybody.
2: Yeah. I mean like, so when I ran the snowflake, um, not even this past time, I did it with Kendall Lejean who Kendall's from Vermont. Like yeah. we both, he used to, he used to coochie for Christmas shot. Like, so I did it with him. And then the, the time before that I did it with uh, Lee and Michael Falk, who I've talked to forever about getting in one of their cars one time. So every time I go, I want to make sure I'm connected with something. So it's, fun man if like racing is fun and again we get into like trying to run this ladder get into the bit like yeah that's a part of it but that's not why we started doing it so i'm trying to i really want to make sure people understand that just because you're not trying to go cup racing doesn't mean you can't go off and enjoy it like for sure that's a big part to it for sure for me so it's uh it's been cool i'm excited man it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a rip you know, it's on FS1, 6 o'clock Friday, uh, the Reese's 200, and it's the first time that everybody from back home, without having to pay for a stream or anything, everyone from Randolph, Vermont, will be able to tune in and watch, uh,
1: and it's it's big for them, too. And we'll be live here on the Motor Racing Network as well. I was about to say, I'll be on still... Pit
0: Road, bud, so ex- right. expect me to come hunt you if, down on Friday. I,
2: listen, I don't care if I am running dead last. <laughs> you better come by and just ask me how it's going because yes. I'm gonna be cheesing from here to ear.
0: Oh, hundred percent. You know it. You know it. Uh we're not running the so, last time. Yeah, go ahead, Kyle. But... Uh, how have you
1: prepared? I know we talked a little bit before we went on the air about some some uh, work in the sim here recently.
2: Yeah, so uh that that's the hard part, right? So everyone everyone else is like in the car week in and week out or in the sim. My, my self, I <laughs> I sold my sim rig right before COVID before we knew like COVID was coming. That's like, when I everybody sold,
0: got a sim rig and you soldiers. But I saw I was on the I was a road dog, man. Yeah. I was on the road like like I
2: was only in town like one day a week. So I was like, well, I know sim racing is starting to get big. Like here's a good time to to sell my rig and all my stuff. And then the whole world shut down and I was like, can I get that back please? <laughs> <laughs> so um I haven't had one. So um luckily at Young's they got they got two and Yesterday I was at the shop and did some with Jesse little, and then we both decided to, he would come back and, and we'd do some work on some stuff together, uh, which I did. I was in there today for like two straight hours, um, just working on some different stuff. And I felt like I got to a good spot uh, where I understood, and at least had an understanding where, where I need to be on the racetrack and kind of breaking and all that stuff. The hardest thing is the mental mistakes, um, especially it's going to be a 200 lap race. Right? So, for me that's the longest race I've done since probably the Airborne 200 when I was like 16. So <laughs> so it's going to be hot, right? Like I've been in the gym but like I'm not in I'm not in driver shape. I'm in like a good shape but not driver shape. So staying mentally locked in when you're tired is going to be uh going to be a big deal.
0: Absolutely. Do you have any memories? I know IRP says it's a special place for you. What what's your biggest memory even just as a fan? of IRP growing up and watching the races. I know that's my home track growing up, just about 20 minutes oh. north of theirs. So I'm super pumped to get back.
2: Man, uh, my my biggest memory is going there with MDM while we're winning almost week in and week out with three or four different drivers. We go there twice and we can't get it done. Like not winning that race is, is I'll never forget how we could not win that race. We are fast, but it didn't matter. Either Venerini got us, or, um, I think the other year it was Chad Bryant and the Cunningham group, they got us and it was like, dang man. But, uh, as a fan, um, it was watching that, that truck race. Uh, I think that went like four, four overtimes in a row. They just kept wrecking off for two yeah. and we just kept running it back and running it back <laughs> and running it back. And like, that was, <laughs> that was, that was awesome. That is pure short track racing at its
0: finest. Yeah, absolutely. Puts on some of the best races, and I've been waiting since 2011 for them to bring it back, so it's going to be fun. Kyle, uh, what else you got?
1: I mean, IRP is kind of what introduced me to short track racing yeah. as a kid um, with the Saturday Night Thunder and the Thursday Night Thunder and watching Jeff Gordon, you know, racing in a USAC midget and watching them Bob Ciccone go over the wall. Uh, never seen that before until – Till then. So, you know, I love IRP and I love going to IRP when we went there with MRN and uh, sadly not part of the crew this weekend, but Chris will be there and should be a good show uh, this weekend. Uh, Mamba, is there anything in the sport that you haven't done that you want to do? I mean, you've crewed on cars, you've driven cars, you've, you're the hype guy now for NASCAR. What's left?
2: Um, I've never done, I think the only thing I really haven't done is uh been an official in the tower doing race control and i don't and i don't really i don't want that uh i like that's probably the only thing i haven't done and i don't want to do it there's no way i um (laughs) watching you know just all sports officials get beat up so hard man (laughs) and i don't want to be on that it's it's bad enough right as it is being a being an analyst on backseat driver and then you have a take and nobody likes it and like they're beating on you for your take yeah. so um but you know at the end of the day I would say that I want to I want to end up in the NASCAR hall of fame like that's that's a goal that I set out there I don't and, and preferably not as a driver because there's more of us out here that aren't drivers right that are in oh, yeah. the industry so like I think that's important um to to make as a goal and and I don't know what that means or what that looks like right but as long as I continue to help try to help at least do my best job moving the sport forward and try to be innovative and try to bring more fans in and and all the things that I've been doing and keep upping that bar for myself you know hopefully we'll, we'll end up in there if not it's all good if not we we tried really hard and hopefully had some really good times along the way but if we if we do get there that's that's the ultimate goal I think
0: my final question for you, and it's been a slogan of yours for quite a while now, Great Day to Be, the, be Alive or GDTBA. Where did that come from? Because you always sign off social media with that, yep. every post. I mean, how, how does that, you know, take a part of your life?
2: Uh, That is from our friend Nick Drake.
0: Oh, which, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Which shout out to Mr. Travis Tritt for <laughs> making that song. Because that's where he, that's honestly, I think that's kind of where he pulled it from. Sure. So it was a. It was a. It must have been ago. from Saeed's or something. Definitely, probably from some yeah. place called Saeed's. I have <laughs> yeah. never been there. Heard no, of? it No, yeah, before, I don't, yeah. It's sounds like sounds like a good place to go. <laughs> no, he. Um, I think so. Nick was. There's a point where like everyone was complaining about. I think he just got sick of people complaining about every little thing. Yeah, and he just started putting it out there like it's great day have it live, GDTBA, da, da, da. and I'm like, I text him. I'm like, what, dude? What does that mean? Like GDTBA. He's like, man, I'm just sick of hearing everyone complain and this that, and the other. I'm like, I can get behind that. Sure. So, but I don't think he knew what I was gonna do with that. <laughs> like that thing is tattooed on the inside of my chest right now. Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's like I've embraced that because I, I, I really needed that. Like it just changes your outlook first thing in the morning, you know, some inspirational stuff on the socials and it's a great day to be alive. And you start your morning out like that. It's like, Oh yeah. Stuff really isn't that bad. You know, like most things in life are not that bad. We really just amplify them and, and make them hard for ourselves and like embracing kind of the struggle and some of the suck is, a beautiful thing because you're going to learn more from that struggle than you ever will from winning so I enjoy in a weird way I enjoy the setbacks because I know what I'm going to get through it because I always get through it and when I get to the other side I'm going to have another tool to put in my toolbox I never can find the 10 millimeter or the 9 16s but I keep adding tools
0: <laughs> me too I seem to have that same trouble as well weird I weird. know <laughs> I know well hey man I appreciate you coming on the show I know you're super busy but I'm Seriously, super stoked for you. I cannot wait to be down there. Driver intros. I mean, can you just imagine getting introduced at IRP? Like, has that hit you yet that you're going to be a part of this event?
2: Nope. Honestly, uh, that is one thing because we don't don't come across no stage or anything like that when we do short track stuff. So I will say that I will probably be way too hype and give and walk. I'm not going to be walking across that stage. It'll be... (laughs) it'll be something that people haven't seen before Ooh. i'm sure it'll be a stay tuned to
0: fs1 if you're stay watching the broadcast to, Absolutely.
2: i'm bring. i'm gonna bring some heat for it
0: oh, i love it and you know what we'll have a truly afterwards to celebrate how about that At,
2: well dude so like guys like that is one thing I, i've been talking about it all for like two weeks of how excited i am to have my dale jr moment park the car get out chat with some of the other drivers and yeah. people in the in the garage and like crack one and cheers right well the truck race is right after our race.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to,
2: I'm not going to have no time to do that around the car. So if you're at, if you're at IRP, I'm going to be in the grandstands, uh, watching this truck race. So, you know, we'll, we'll save be, one for me because I'm going to
0: have to turn right around and go do the truck race. So I can't take part right afterwards, but keep one cold for on. me.
2: Okay. I'll keep one cold for you. If there's any laugh, I, I promise I'll be probably very dehydrated after the race. So I'll be needing some cocktails
0: absolutely all right buddy well good luck this weekend can't wait to check up on you dylan mama smith gonna run the ark menards Reese's 200 this weekend at irp again friday night six o'clock on mrn or fs1 we're back on the other side of the break with the calendar on nascar coast to coast presented by flow racing Welcome back to NASCAR coast to coast presented by flow racing. Ah, oh, what a time getting to chat with Mamba Smith, Kyle Ricky. uh, certainly lists the spirits of everyone who's around him. And I'm looking forward to seeing what he could do behind the wheel, but certainly a deserving opportunity and how special it is when all your friends come together and, and get you in a race car and, uh hard work pays off, and you get to ex- reap the benefits by racing at IRP, which I'm pretty jealous because I've never gotten to turn a lap there, although I've been there hundreds of times with midgets and sprint cars and all the like. Uh, it would be really cool to see him out there on Friday.
1: Well, one of the great personalities of the sport. Um, we've known him for years. Uh, he's been a friend of the show for years. In fact, I think he filled in for me once when I was in Disney. Uh,
0: Shocker. In with, you and Disney? Uh, with, really? Yeah,
1: well, <laughs> filled in with Hannah. I think they called me while I was at Epcot. So um, just a great guy. Hope he has a great run Friday night at IRP. And hopefully it's the first of, of several opportunities he, opportunities he gets behind the wheel.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So Mamba, best of luck. We are looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being down there on Friday, catching up with him pre-race. All right. A couple news and notes before we get to the go with the flow calendar for this weekend, which is loaded once again of races all across the country. The racetrack revival, it's coming next week. Monday is practice at North Wilkesboro. We're bringing it back, and it's going to be a ton of fun for the next month and a half or so, really a couple months once they turn it to dirt in October. But it all begins on Monday with practice. uh, Tour type modifieds are going to be the headliner. But the headliners are going to be some of these entries coming in as well. Obviously, we mentioned Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to run the Cars Tour event But how about these modified drivers, Kyle, Ryan Newman, Ryan Priest, Burt Myers, just the latest this week to enter should be a good time as well.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of folks up here in in the Northeast that the conversation is about not just what's going on up here, but trying to make the trip down South to to run the the modified event at North Wilkesboro in about a week's time. And, it's going to be a very healthy entry list. I hope they get a good number of cars. I think you need uh, probably 2024 20, to make it successful. And you got three of the biggest names in the business already yeah. entered in, in Burt Myers, especially down in the South. Ryan Newman, Ryan Priest, uh representing the Northeast, Newman representing just the whole sport in general. Um, going to be a great event. Can't wait to, to see how it pans out. Not just the modifieds, but everything happening, in, happening at North Wilkesboro Speedway.
0: Absolutely, and then we'll circle back to IRP, making news, obviously, this week, too. We've got one of our grassroots racing drivers, Lane Riggs, who leads the national points for the NASCAR Advanced Auto Parts Weekly Series. Well, he's going to turn his attention to the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series, making his debut this week at IRP on Friday night. He's also going to run Richmond later this year for Halmer Friesen, Stuart Friesen's team. Uh, How cool is that, especially because his dad, Scott Riggs, former NASCAR driver, Good buddies with Trip Bruce, is now going to crew chief Lane Riggs. So that's kind of all cool how that comes full circle.
1: Kind of like Dylan Smith. You know, everything yeah. comes full circle, comes together at just the right opportunity, just the right time. And the same thing happening here for Lane Riggs. Uh, you know, obviously we've talked about Scott Riggs forever. I think I covered some of his races back in the old Bush Series days and when it was Nationwide Series running at IRP. And now uh, he gets to watch – lane make his national nascar series debut in the truck on friday night
0: should be fun speaking of friday night time to go with the flow here's your race weekend calendar for this week and we'll start with friday night double header for us here on the motor racing network arc Menard series the suit chief showdown number six race of the year but also race number 11 of the national series the Reese's 200 at irp we've talked about it all show long six o'clock eastern time Again, on the Motor Racing Network, I will be down there on the pit row with Dylan Welch. Uh, actually, no, he's not going to do ARCA. He'll do the trucks. But either way, we'll have a great crew. Kurt Becker's on there, Mike Bagley as well, as Alex Hayden. Uh, again, 6 o'clock. It's also on FS1. 200 laps are on IRP. They missed it last year. They didn't get to run, but they were back in there in 2020. Ugh, great race. Chandler Smith won that race. He's actually entered again this time, so we'll see if he can get it done this week, Kyle.
1: Get a few extra laps before the playoff race begins yeah. for him in the in the Camping World Truck Series. Uh, so coming off, obviously, a great run at Pocono and looking to carry that momentum into IRP this uh, Friday night. Tight. NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour in action this week as well. Claremont Speedway, the Claremont 150. Uh, Ronnie Silk, the championship point leader by a near 10 over John McKennedy. Good entry list, 23 cars, including... Matt Hirschman and local campaigner, Brian Ruby will be in the field. So if you can't be there, you can tune in on flow racing here in 2022 to watch all the NASCAR wheel and modified tour events going back to Claremont speedway for the first time in a long time. This, uh, this weekend.
0: Absolutely. Seven races to go, tight points battle, just like the Ark series. So pretty cool that a top two grassroots series have tight points battles past the halfway point cars tour is back in action. And they've kind of taken a little bit of hiatus, the always popular throwback race weekend at Hickory, the home of the NASCAR stars, Kyle. I think they're going to get a stellar crowd and a stellar field of cars uh, this weekend out at Hickory.
1: As they usually do for this event, a lot of cool throwback schemes and the whole atmosphere uh, that the Cars Tour brings to the event uh, with the old TNN Motorsports music uh, They do a great job, 276, uh, it's going to be 100 lapper for the pro late models, 138 lapper for the late model stocks, plus the qualifying events uh, and some of the other support events. So going to be a big night of competition, one of the most popular races all year for the Cars Tour, and what a place to do it at Hickory Motor Speedway.
0: And what a place to race also is Riverhead, Kyle. They've got a big one coming up this weekend.
1: Huge event. One of their biggest races of the year for their weekly modifieds, the Baldwin Evans-Jerzambach Memorial event, 77 laps for the S or for the uh, modifieds, their tour type modifieds. Kyle Soper, uh, the tracks defending champion is also the defending winner of the race. And I expect again, another good field. I think Ryan priest is trying to make it up. He usually does to that event, a track that he knows. Well, the Salamino boys will be there going to be a good field. And, uh, looking forward to again watching that on flow racing this saturday night
0: absolutely american canadian tours in action the milton cat midsummer 250 10 win at white mountain motorsports park they're in action as well got to give some love up there to our act late models as well as back to the dirt indiana sprint week i mentioned it when shane Cottle picked up round number one they are concluding their busy eight race schedule this weekend beginning thursday night tonight at putnamville they go to uh uh, tri-state on saturday as well and i believe friday's on bloomington so they've got a couple good tracks coming up this weekend on the dirt and then we mentioned practice begins august 1st that is monday for the racetrack revival series out at north wilkesboro with the tour type modifieds as well kind of being the headline event they've got some hobby stocks out there as well so it should be a pretty good uh, first couple days of the racetrack revival series and then kyle we've got tons of local racing on flow racing including your home track at stafford on friday just a regular Friday night
1: show, this Friday night, Stafford Motor Speedway. Weather is improving. It did not look good a couple of days ago. Uh, lost a couple of races uh, during our Wild Thing Car Program due to a thunderstorm that came through. So we make those up next Monday night, but this Friday night, the SK modifies will be back in the spotlight. I think we're going for 10 different winners this year, this wow. Friday night. So it's been a very competitive uh, season. Keith Rocco, the ninth different winner last week. So Going to be fun. Uh, Tune us in six o'clock Eastern time.
0: Also on flow on Friday, Granby and Ocean plus Saturday action, Berlin gearing up for uh, the Battle of Berlin, right? Coming up in about a week and yep. a half or so. So they've got a regular action. I expect a lot of talented late model drivers to kind of get some test and tune sessions up there. Uh, Jeff Striegel's track, we've got Evergreen Anderson, the 500 Sprint Car Tour. Those are fun to watch out at Anderson Speedway, yeah. Jennerstown, Langley. We mentioned Bowman Gray, and their list of winners continues. And how about tons more all on flow racing? So lots to choose from, Kyle. Kyle. Uh, I will miss you out at IRP, but I expect you'll be locked and loaded to that plus everything else going on this weekend.
1: Yeah, going to be a good crew out there at IRP. You're going to be with the uh, the A team, uh, Mike yeah. Bagley and Alex Hayden up there in the booth. Going to be a going to be a good uh, doubleheader night of racing at IRP, one of the great show palace short tracks in the country. And again, I'm so glad it's like everything is right with the world now that NASCAR is back at IRP
0: absolutely all right kyle well that does it for nascar coast to coast presented by flow racing for this week's episode tons going on appreciate mamba smith for joining us on the show and best of luck once again to him at irp and of course we're going to talk everything that happened this week and what's going on with the racetrack revival coming up on next week's show don't forget flow racing is the new home of nascar roots racing subscribe today and stream over 1300 racing events live and on demand see nascar legends past present and future battle it out on the dirt level the asphalt level whether it's late models sprint cars or more at your favorite tracks each and every week find your next favorite driver by doing going over to flowracing.com forward slash mrn that is flowracing.com forward slash go mrn and check it out today well that does it for us once again my name is chris willner he's kyle ricky have a great week we'll talk about it all on next week's episode